Hello and welcome to In Conversation, a DubLab podcast where each week we will bring you interviews from the DubLab radio archives. For once I felt as though I, I had more background experience in a particular area. <laughs> And I was going to put my own video together with the help of the Atlanta police. <laughs> but we decided to do a, a, a drinking and driving video, and our song went like this. I'm in a hell of a fix. Wouldn't it help me if I knock on wood? Drinking and driving don't mix. So I'm giving up driving for good. <laughs> I say a tribute to the to the to the bartenders of the world who would find their business falling off greatly if all of us decided all of a sudden that driving was more important than actually having a good time. <laughs> That's just about all I know for that one. Um, we, uh, uh, we, we were on, for the longest time, kind of a time, we were on what we called an allergy tour. And this was to prepare people for, for, for the 21st century, because in this century, before very long, everyone is going to have to have their own allergy. What this means is that, that you're going to have to go into some form of science that, 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 that you yourself pick out, what, what, what we're trying to say is that when you can't find no job, you put an allergy on the end of what you like to do. And you open up an office and you become a, 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 a scientist. Now, now what, we do, what, what we do guarantee you is that you will have at least two performances on CNN, which is the only network in the world can bring you an expert on something that never happened before. <laughs> what goes on nowadays is that people are determined to find out from someone who, 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 who couldn't possibly fucking know <laughs> what it is that's going on. Something never happened before in the history of mankind. If you turn on CNN, they will have an expert. Now, the first question comes to where did they do their research? And the second question is, how long have they been waiting? <laughs> now, now we, we start this off by saying that everyone should be very clear that all of the allergies started with the first allergy, which was simply called theology. Well, when you don't have... When you only have one something, you call it the, like the dog, the cat, theology. <laughs> and for years, theology was satisfactory, but anything that is successful always seems to go commercial. So the next thing you know, theology is on the radio, at which point I suppose they call it radiology. And then it came on television, and they called the people who brought you theology at your home from television televangelists. 
Now, a few years ago, one of the best-known people in the field of, 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 of televangelism, I don't even know what the fuck you call that. <laughs> one of the best-known people in the field of theology came on television and told everyone he had seen God. Now, of course, this moved things on to a new level. There were already people who reported that they had spoken with God, and there were people who reported, on the other hand, that God had spoken to them. But no one had ever taken it to a level before where they actually said that they had seen God. So I stopped channel surfing immediately. <laughs> Here was some information I would doubtlessly be able to use. <laughs> this man, a well-respected member of, the, uh, of, of theology, said that he had seen God and God told him to raise $8 million. God was broke. Right, that, that made me feel a whole lot closer to God than ever, too. <laughs> God told him to raise $8 million or come to heaven. Now, back in my neighborhood, they might have called that a divine, divine extortion. <laughs> but the man said that, that, that he had a choice. This is always good. You know you're dealing with the real God if you have a choice. <laughs> His choice was either to raise $8 million or come to heaven. I would not have raised my voice. I would not have raised my hand. All I would have said is, do I have time to pack my shit? I mean, heaven, right? <laughs> Here's a genuine opportunity to go to heaven And all you have to do to keep from doing that is raise $8 million. <laughs> My problem was that the man decided to raise the money. Now, this told me something else. If you met God and you didn't want to go to heaven, just what the fuck are we doing? Here's an opportunity to either go to heaven or raise the money. This man raised the money, deciding not to go. That's when I figured it was best that we all get into our own ology and try to organize things for ourselves. We are in the field of bluesology. It is the... Right. Beg pardon? Just hold it down for a second, shorty. <laughs> Now, one of the fields that you may have become familiar with in the last couple of years is called meteorology. Now, this is the science that has something to do with the weather, and the weather is very important to all folks who are in bluesology 
Because the weather has a lot to do with how things feel. So what we have done is, is, is try and analyze how they got from the point where they used to have a weatherman to now they have a portion called a meteorology. Now, the first thing you have to remember is that in the old days, the news was only a few minutes long because there wasn't a lot of shit happening. And at some point during the program, the newsman would say, what do you think, Joe? And Joe was the weatherman, and Joe looked out the window and said, shit, look like it's going to rain. And that was the weather forecast. But nowadays, they have put a man together to tell you everything in the world they don't fucking know about what is happening with the weather. This man is called a meteorologist. This man has on a three-piece a three suit, blow-dry hair, smiles so much your face hurt, and tells you everything in the world you need not know. First thing they always say is, here comes a high-pressure front. What the fuck is a high-pressure front? Nobody ever says, there goes a high-pressure front. It's always, here comes a high-pressure front. A high-pressure front is three brothers coming down the street smoking a joint. They tell you there is a 50% probability of rain. That means, <laughs> fuck, may, may, may not. It's the same thing. Bring back Joe. <laughs> At least Joe used to look out the fucking window and say, look like it's going to rain. <laughs> Space shuttle, raising the hill down on the ground. Space shuttle, then turn the seasons upside down. Space shuttle, and all the hungry people know. All change showed up in progress when you pour. Space was a place where at least we thought our dreams were safe. Where all our ideas of youth and innocence and grace were floating somewhere high above the planet's face. Ah, but the distance has been erased because Uncle Sam is on the case. E.T. has joined the arms race. They are up there building some sort of a military base. Rocketing through the atmosphere and sliding into second gear while miles below the people cheer. They are new invaders. It's a new frontier. Ah, but there are those that do not cheer. The gravity of their lives appears, and in their eyes flash frozen fears because rocket sounds are all they hear. Space shuttle, raising the hill down on the ground. Space shuttle, then turn the seasons upside down. Space shuttle, and all the hungry people know. All change shows no fame, progress when you pour. We must have somehow been disarmed, or we lost our heads over false alarms. We were underwhelmed. We were overcharmed. We were watching the storm clouds from afar. Exploration, proliferation, spending more while our pockets fill. Assessments of our investments drive us on to overkill. Practice looks of great surprise. You are the Captain Kirk. This is free enterprise. Wall Street says, let's play defense because dollar bills make damn good sense. Hail to the new protectionism. Let us bring on this new age of humanism. We can put the cap on capitalism. We've got us a flying mechanical ray gunism. Space shuttle is raising the hill down on the ground. Space shuttle, then turn the seasons upside down. Space shuttle, and all the hungry people know. All change show nothing in progress when you pour. Hey, no matter what man goes looking for, he always seems to find the war. Soon as dreams of peace are filled, the war is raging somewhere else. 
Space became the rage, and so Hollywood took center stage. And together, we wondered whether we would ever get over the weather. Things started to happen to seem so strange, like the whole weather pattern had been rearranged. There was a clear day in L.A. There was a foot of snow in Tampa Bay. The space shuttle went up, and we watched while the weatherman went nuts. Tornadoes and hurricanes, dead rivers and acid rain. Volcanoes, ages dead, suddenly just got up and lost their heads. There were typhoons and monsoons and tidal waves rolled in from an angry moon. It was earthquaking all the goddamn time and the only common denominator we could find. Space shuttle, raising hill down on the ground. Space shuttle, then turn the seasons upside down. Space shuttle, and all the hungry people know. All change shows no fame, progress when you pour. Hey, no matter what man goes looking for, he always seems to find the war. Soon his dreams of peace filled, the war is raging somewhere else. Old folks must have had it right, because from the time they dug on the very first satellite, they said, yeah, some advances may be good, but not in God's neighborhood. We got laser beams and moon beams. We got peace dreams shot down by war schemes. There's a hole shot through the ozone layer. It has put the fear back into atmosphere. ICBM MX cruise missiles obsolete today. Hey, let's spend another billion on a new weapon system and then just throw that some bitch away. War is big business without a doubt. It is the main reason ain't much chance of peace breaking out. Underwater, overhead, God will all be nervous, Rex, because you know where they say they're going next. Space shuttle is raising hill down on the ground. Space shuttle then turn the seasons upside down. Space shuttle and all the hungry people know. All change show nothing progress when you pull. All change show nothing progress when you pull. Hey, no matter what man goes looking for, he always seems to find a war. Soon his dreams of peace fail. The war is raging somewhere else. Space shuttle. It's raising hill down on the ground. Space shuttle, then turn the seasons upside down. Space shuttle, and all the hungry people know. All change show nothing progress when you pour. All change show nothing progress when you pour. All change show nothing progress when you pour. Space shuttle. Thank you very much. from some old African folks. It says that in the beginning of time, the seasons sat down and decided how they would organize the world and how they would come and go. And then they decided that they would come and stay about three months move on to whatever to whatever area they had to go to we we rarely even notice very few people say I wonder where summer is or wonder where spring is we just assume that they'll be back 
But all of a sudden, one of the seasons was unhappy, claiming that fall always came too soon and that spring always stayed too long. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> fall always stayed too long and spring always came too soon. Whatever, but. <laughs> and so winter was unhappy and winter decided to stay. Not just stay and keep up with all 90 of its days or all three of its months, but to stay and, and be around and be remembered and be revered and be feared. Winter decided there would be a little bit of winter every spring and a little bit of winter every summer and a little bit of winter every autumn. But we, we adapt. Mankind is, 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 fundamentally employed with the ability to adapt. We are adept at adapting. We enjoy going through changes. We enjoy proving that we can withstand the changes of winter. Rain for the hat, shoes for the snow. Come on, y'all, let's go. <laughs> and so there we are out for a walk on a spring day, short sleeve shirt or short skirt. And all of a sudden, there's a breeze that sacks out us from between the trees. Thank you. Um... I know uh, back, we were, we, were, we were working on an album called Reflections. And we were writing what was supposed to be a reggae song. And it sounded about like what you think. Like some brothers trying to play some reggae. Like <laughs> that shit was not working. <laughs> and in order to make it sound the way it was supposed to sound, which is what you do always in terms of your rhythm, you have to bring in a rhythm master. So the, the brother who was brought in to help us and has been helping us with that ever since, please put your hands together, Brother Larry McDonald. Now, uh, also need to have in here, since we're obviously two, three people short of a full deck, <laughs> it's, it's to bring on some of the vocalists that we have out there and have you help us with this next tune. Now, yeah, I know you're looking forward to that. <laughs> what we need here are some, some vocalists who know something about working. <laughs> you know something about that? Because this is a song, this is a song about coal miners. Uh, for those of you who actually are coal miners, you can sit this one out. <laughs> Work related. <laughs> Otherwise, if you would please, 
We would like to have everybody join us and, 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 and sing this part here. Do 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 do. I I I know it sounds kind of difficult, but this is everybody's key, and we need everybody to sing. Matter of fact, if you do not sing, I'm gonna point your ass out as a stick in the mud, motherfucker. We need to have everybody do this song here. One, two, three, four. Oh, this gonna, that's going to be fine. That's going to be great. That's going to be great. Uh, everybody, monitor the person next to you. Make sure everybody's singing. And when we get to the party, it goes, Working in a graveyard three miles out. That's when you come back in. So that means that you do, in fact, go out. <laughs> now we're going to have, we want you to do this four times. And then when you re remember when you're working in a graveyard three miles, that's when you come back in. So, so, so don't go on the nod. Stay alert. Stay alert. One, two, one, two, three, nine. In Conversation was produced by DubLab, a nonprofit radio station broadcasting live from Los Angeles since 1999. Sound editing and theme song by Matea Bame. For more programming, visit dublab.com. And thank you for listening.